So when it falls on me, should I complain? Or feel you calling me a soul of me to stay? And really catch what you show. It's my roots that you're growing. Cause life is more than this moment. You are the light. So when the darkness falls, the greatest heights, they never seem so tall. No, not at all. You're right. It's my roots that you're growing. Don't want to miss what you're showing. Ain't no doubt about you. tired you okay no I'm, I'm okay but my body just hurt it's, it was a it's been some days it's been a long one oh because of the heat yeah because of the heat and i'm really like swollen and i couldn't walk jesus <laughs> yeah it, it gets to me so it makes me when i'm tired when it like the, when it, the more pain yeah the more tired because it, it drains me and plus i'm working so it's, it's double draining yeah yeah. But no, I'm good though. Other than that. <laughs> yeah, because it's been hot. Yeah. You know, I can't really complain and say that I, I know what the heat feels like because I'm inside an air conditioned place. And then on top of that, with my skin issue, I got, I have a fan too. Right. So I'm I'm like cold. I can't complain. So by the time I get out of work, it's over the sun is like kind of going down. It's kind of starting to cool down. So I have not really said, can say that I really, you know, besides my body, but I don't know what the heat feels like. I know, I know yesterday I walked out there, I forgot my sunscreen. My skin was on fire. I said, Jesus, not tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> not tomorrow, not tomorrow. Yeah. I thought it was going to break today, but I looked at the calendar and it's supposed to go into the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's the baby? She feeling better? Um, yeah, she she's feeling she was feeling better the next like morning. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that was. She left the daycare and they mm-hmm. told her she couldn't come back because she had. Um, I guess their policy is if they have three rounds of like diarrhea, like 
pampers that they can't come mm-hmm. back for 24 hours or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that she told me that and I was like, all right, well, I, you know, I figured it was something she ate, which it probably mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Um, cause she has a, uh, an aversion to rice. And if, if it's not cleaned, like washed, then it really, uh-huh. really affects her because when I make rice and give it to her, she doesn't, cause I wash oh, yeah. it, you know, she doesn't have that problem. Um, but she was just in pain. And I think from what I was researching, um, cause I knew she had to go, you know what I mean? But she was yeah. holding it. And just from doing some research, they say that, that you know, when babies have to go, they feel that pressure. And it, it reminds them of a time where it hurts so bad. So mm-hmm. every time she, her body was like, you got to go, she would cry out in like some type of pain until the feeling passed. And then she would, you know, be calm for a little bit uh, to the point where yeah. I thought I, I had to, you know, I was going to take it to the hospital. But then when I read that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I just had to ride the storm, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and that's what I had with my daughter for a long time. She would not, when she felt that pain, she wouldn't go until it subsided. And then she would just walk around in circles and do all kinds of stuff to make it go away. Right, right. And that's what she was doing. Just well, I mean, and Asante's a, I wouldn't call her dramatic, but she's very expressive. Um, mm-hmm. so it's like, I mean, do I take you to the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I find myself mm-hmm. asking her sometimes, like, do you need to go? I know she don't understand, but I'm like, do you need to go to the hospital? Because if we got to go to the hospital, we need to do this now. Now. yeah but i mean it was fine when she woke up in the morning and i think it's just some days kids i'm a big fan of when kids just don't ain't feeling it just keep them home you yeah. know it, there would be some days when phoenix was little um old enough to express herself where she'd be like Mom, i just don't want to go to school and i would keep her home you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. um because they need those self-care days as well and they need days with just mommy and laying around and not having to not having to fight, you know what I mean, for um attention at school or fight for toys or you know, just fight in general. So it was all good. And it was actually a Friday where I was able to I, I didn't have much um work, but I was able to get what I needed to get done as well with her being home. So I sympathize, but at the same time, I don't miss it. Girl, like, you know, too. like, be, you know, being that mom and with your kids and never know what you're going to expect. And it's always something, you know what I mean? And you know how you're going to handle it, how you deal with it. And I remember I was always in the ER. It was always one kid. So having five daughters, I, I was always getting hit. Right. You know what I mean? Like you get hit boom, boom, twice. I was getting boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, it was never ending. And now I look at my daughters and then when they were like, oh, mommy, da, da, da. and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, whatever I could do to help. But I'm not the one in the ER. I'm not the one, you know, dealing with all of that. Right. Because it does give you, as a parent, you get anxiety. You be trying to yeah. figure it out. Like, how are you going to do? How do you comfort them? Especially when there's like, a, you know, there's a language barrier. And then, oh, they don't, they're not verbal yet to really talk to you. It's a lot. You know what yeah. I mean? So you got to kind of read their emotions. Like, my daughter tonight, she's like, are you busy? I was like, no. <laughs> she's like, I was like, what's no. the matter? She's like, I got to take the baby to the ER. My granddaughter, the baby sat there and snapped, because she's so busy, snatched the glass of the table, sat on it. I guess she smashed it and she sat on it and she cut her, and she if she broke it and she cut her thigh. Right. So she cut it so deep, she had to go take her get stitches. So she couldn't take her other kids with her to the ER. So she poured it. Right, right. So I'm like, you know, it's, it's in these times, like I'm thankful that I'm, I'm close enough that she can do that. Right. But I know how it used to be when I used to, have to take everybody with me to the right. ER because there's nobody to watch them. That's right. So like, okay, I need y'all to sit here while I go in the back and I'm going to need y'all. <laughs> 
That's right. You got to prep them. I do that to Phoenix too. Yes. I'm like, all right, Phoenix. Yes. You know what I mean? Especially during the, the pandemic. Like, you know what I mean? When I was uh, pregnant with Asante, they'd be like, oh, well, she can't come in here. I'm like, well, where's she supposed to go? She has no other choice mm-hmm. but to come in here with me. She can sit right there and I'll go in the, you know what I mean? Like, or you find mm-hmm. her a seat in the corner or something, but we're going to have to make it do what it got to do. That's it. Plain and simple. Like, it's crazy. She can't come in. What am I supposed to do? Right. I'm a single mom with two kids. We're not right. going to Oh, we could have found a sitter. Well, then you can provide a sitter. How about that's that? Right. That's right. Don't, don't play with me. For every one you got, I got another. That's like, right. And that's how I feel too. I'm like, okay, keep yeah. talking. I hate when they treat you like that. I hate, I used to hate, you know, it was just like so disgusting and disrespectful. Like you're like you're frowned upon because you're a single parent. Right. Or even if what if I wasn't a single parent? What if I was just a, a stay-at-home mom and my husband's working? I got, but you just look at me automatically like, oh, huh, you couldn't right. find a seat. Like, don't act like you didn't walk in those shoes at one point in time, or you can't be a help to somebody. Like that frustrates me. So when I work in those type of environments, and if I can help somebody, you know, like I used to see moms coming to doctors over struggling, she's like, oh my God, I got to help this one with their shots and this one. And that's like I be said the first time, give me the baby or right. i go on the other side give me the baby like i'll hold that baby while i'm doing charts right. and she's like you sure yes i'm sure i know what it felt like you know like if i could be a hoping a helping hand to be an assistant for two seconds so you can breathe and focus on the ones that you have because you have no help oh you can't write why, why did you find a sitter oh duh why not think of that right like exactly oh captain exactly. obvious you think right. Right. <laughs> but that but that comes down to the the lack of empathy and really in healthcare, because also that day I found out that I was, um, what I knew was my issue, but I had been experiencing some other health issues. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been going to the doctors to try to figure out my three hour appointments with wonderful state insurance. Um, yeah. And yeah. I finally got to the point of where now there's nothing more you can say because you've already taken the you know, the, uh, the x-ray and all that other stuff and, and you see what it is. And then she walks in the room and she's like, well, I think your problem is because of the iron pills. And I just looked at it and, I'm, and I laughed and I'm like, but I was just prescribed those iron pills. So that's not my issue. And I've had this issue way before the iron pills. And she just looked at me with a blank stare. And in my head, I'm like, you didn't even read my chart. No. You just no. came in the room, saw iron pills and was like, well, this is the issue gets you out the door. You didn't even read my chart. And then when you give me the, the options that I have, you know, for, for what's going on, you make it sound, you make it sound like you're about to butcher me. And I'm, I'm not about allowing anybody to butcher me just because you don't think that it's what I should do. Exactly. You know, so the weight of that weighed heavily on me as well, on top of everything, because everything else, because it's just like, when you know what's wrong with you and people look at you and, and try to tell you that it's something that it's not, or it's in your head or, oh, well, you know, let's, let's wait a little bit longer for this or, or whatever it is. They don't know your pain. They don't know what you're going through because they're not in your shoes, but then they don't, they don't, they don't have any empathy. They're not but showing that's, any that's empathy everything for in life. That's how people, that's how people do everything. People do that when, when it comes to your, your, you know, your walk with God, with, you know, so if you don't understand why you, why do you keep going back to that? Why do you keep sliding? Because I'm struggling with it. I'm battling with it. I haven't been delivered from it. I know and nobody's really told me how to get set free. You told me to read the Bible. You, you said a couple of words to me and I'm delivered. No, I'm still battling that thing. Don't look down upon me. Help me through it. Have some empathy for me. Be, be understanding that, you know, saying this was at one time you, you know, some people forget, they forget right. that you, you had a struggle in your life in some way, shape or form. 
that my thing is not because it was meant for you to struggle, but so much that way if somebody else go through, when you meet them, you can be understanding to them and you can give them what you desired at that particular time than to get from other people. You could be that people for somebody else. But instead of us taking those opportunities to do that, we take the opportunities to belittle somebody. Oh, we're overworked and I'm frustrated, so I'm gonna take it out on you because okay, you're you're below, you're beneath me. You know, no, how dare you? I don't take my frustrations out on you. I don't expect you to take it out on me. And I don't expect you to treat me like I'm not educated because you see the type of insurance that I have or because you see me as a single mother. It does not mean I'm not educated. It does not mean I'm not smart. That means I don't know what I'm don't I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to my body or my life. Don't tell me I don't feel pain. Don't tell me what I'm going through emotional is this because of that. No, you don't try to tell me that and then try to tell me how to treat it without listening to what I'm saying. And that's every relationship. You know what I'm saying? You, you try to talk to somebody and tell them your side, but they're not listening to you. My thing is they're telling you how you feel. They're telling you how you should act. They're telling you what you should do, but that's not what I'm feeling. Right. Or I'm not 100% sure, you know what I mean? So it's just like, you know, and you got people like in regular relationships, you got people that's in Christian relationships. You'd be like, oh my God, you, now yet again, here's somebody else trying to dictate my life because you think I'm beneath you. Right, right. Or because you stereotype me. You know what yes. I mean? Because you've seen you've seen similar walk through the door and their expectations are, and I know in, in healthcare, the opioid crisis is, is, is booming, especially with the pandemic. I get it. Yeah. You know? But not everybody is looking for that when they come in. Some people are actually looking for some serious help, are actually needing some serious help. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, right. and you should never stereotype anybody that walks through the door. I agree 100. percent You should you should you should be pay attention and be alert to the to the signs and to see, pay really say, pay attention to see what that person's about and then you'll know the difference. That's right. And you know it frustrates me because you know healthcare is so concerned about the opioid um you know issue with patients and people, but healthcare started the started opioid it. situation with the people. Let's be real <laughs> about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you want to crack down and you just want to treat everybody like an addict, but yet right. still in the beginning you were so free with it, and now as I was out, it became out of your control now you want to do it and now now you want to treat everybody like that and you victimize people and you disrespect people and you belittle people and you talk down on people and it's, it's really frustrating i mean like you do that with everything like stop stereotyping people or just think that oh i came from this i don't have an education or i just because i, I don't have two parents or i can't like go ahead with yourself like and i'm so tired of the stereotypical things about everything about everybody oh you know about every type of culture there is like you know you know we joke around but people always find a way to try to belittle you in some way shape or form and i think it's just disgusting that's right i agree i agree and we and it's done in the church as well too so while we're talking about care it definitely is done in the church and that's why i feel a lot of people just like the doctors a lot of people don't go to the doctors because the doctors doesn't want doctors don't listen to them a lot of people don't want to go to church because people are judging them as soon as they walk through the door and they're not really getting any help they're being preached to or preached at and not not helped yeah not ministered to not shown empathy, loving, and concern. Not, you know what I mean? Not, not. Or they try to figure out, you should be at this level by now. Why are you still struggling with that? Right. You should be at this place in your life. Like, you're telling me where I'm supposed to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like and, you're, and you're disappointed in, that I'm not that place that you think I should be at. Yet and still from the fact that I can't get to that place because I'm still broken in this place. Right. I can't get to that place because I'm still struggling with this thing over here in this place. I can't get to that place because it's not even my point of time to be in this place. I have to finish going through this and understand this so I can, before I can get to that place. But you're not helping me understand that over here so I can get there. Like, that's the frustrating part. You know what I'm saying? And you be like... Jesus, where do I go? And yeah. then you get isolated. And thank God for that that alone time. Because yeah. it's in that long, t- long time when you can really think that you're about to go crazy or you're at your wit's end, that still small voice just calls out to you. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, or it reminds you. Even when that place, when you, when you someplace where somebody's trying to belittle you, that still small voice will guide you like, no, say this, sweetheart. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, Holy Spirit, bang, bang. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to, 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 let, them, to, like, to let them know, like, Holy Spirit, don't mess with mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I love how God does that. And I, you know, how I, and I love how you can set somebody straight in a good way, but make them say the same time. And then they're like, oh, they, they got to look at themselves like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you tried it. You tried it. But you know what I'm saying? My God is greater than you. And, and I love that about it. But people don't see that. They just always see the opposite of what you really are. Well, they see what they, they want to see. Yeah. yeah. But yet still, but they want you to see them. But they want to see you. I think they see what they want to see because they're so busy living a facade. Yes. And they want you to see them a certain way and not see their truth. Yes. So they get used to living a facade. So they think that everybody's living that same way because that's how they truly live. That's how Don't put me in the category of how you choose to live and how you choose to be. That's not me. If you choose to be fake and phony with it, you choose to not be vulnerable. If you choose to not be transparent, that's your choice. But don't put that stigmatism and don't put your life on me. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because the person you're really mad at is yourself. The way you need to be talking to yourself like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's yourself. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard, you know what I mean? And I, I know we've talked about it, you know, um, many, many times, but I feel like it's, it's needed, especially in this, this time, because a lot of people's pain is pain. It's pain that internal pain, it's mental pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pain that people can't see. It's pain that people disregard. It's grief. It's loneliness. It's sadness. It's hurt it's fear it's you know what i mean self-esteem stress burnout Uh, i mean so many different things and people are just keep they just keep telling you to 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 push and to to grow and to and to go and and no one's taking the time out to actually just be there for people and i feel Mm -hmm. for myself as a quote-unquote strong person not a lot of people check on the strong people Absolutely not. Because they figure you got it all together. Because they think you got it all together. You know how to do it. You know how to get out of that. You know how to handle that. You know what you need to do. You got the tools. Right. I do have the tools. But today I don't feel like picking them up. That's right. That's right. Today I just can't. I don't have enough strength in me to pick up the tools. I'm a little weak and weary today. Yeah. Yeah. The pressures of life, the pressures of everything that I'm going through are so overwhelming and have gotten to be so much that I just can't. Yeah, very, very true. I just need a moment. I just need to rest. Yeah, I need to because I've been running for too long. You know that song? I've been running for Jesus a long time. I'm not tired yet. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm so tired. That's what you were saying. I'm so tired of everything yeah. that I have to. I have to get done. Of the things that I put in the situations I put myself in that I'm 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 allowing God to fix and not put my hands on and 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 the urge to control things I have to subside. I'm tired of of fighting that battle every single day. I'm tired. Yeah, I know what you mean, sis. I feel you. You know, I'm tired of pouring. I'm tired yeah. of pouring out of my cup or not even out of my cup. I'm tired of my, my cup is empty, Lord. Not empty. My cup needs to be filled. Yes. And it's to be replenished. It needs to be replenished. <laughs> yes. I'm not absolutely. even looking for overflow. I'm just looking for replenishment. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just looking some, for some type of reprieve. I'm just looking for rest. I, I use that word because rest in whatever form that is, because self-care, like you say, is not just bubble baths and painted toes. Self-care is going to the doctors and getting things checked out and going through the motions of making sure that, okay, well, you didn't find it today, but there's something wrong and you will find it. And making sure that you true. those appointments and making sure that you express yourself to the fullest extent. And that's one thing I, I, I am learning in this process is Tyria, do not diminish your pain. Do not just because you're black and you have a high tolerance for pain say, oh, well, you know, I'm dealing. No, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts here, yeah. here, and here. And when you press on that, that hurts even the more. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try to be strong and, and hide it. I'm going to let you know that this is what's going on. This is hurting. You can yeah. choose to do what you want with that. But I'm going to keep coming until someone chooses to see me for who I am. See me, hear me. And hear me. That's very true. And hear me. And that's the one thing I, I another thing I, I try to get my kids to understand. You have to voice. You have to use your voice. You have to communicate. If something's mm-hmm. bothering you, you have to be able to express yourself. Because if not, you're gonna it's gonna eat you up inside. And they're not gonna know. Mm-hmm. We gotta use our voice. It's important. It's, in, it's, in, it's a very important tool. You know, and you know, um when the word says that, you know, we have the power of life and death in our tongue. You know, you, you have that tongue, but you know, the voice has to work together with it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, you can speak, you can speak something and you can put something out there in the out atmosphere, very strong and boisterous that's going to destroy somebody and plant a seed that can really ruin somebody's life. Or you want to put something out the atmosphere with the words that you speak very loud and bold, you know, and boldly, you know, pouring life into somebody else's life. Like, you know, like, you know delivered you know just walk past people like healed you know what i'm saying like yeah. <laughs> just whatever it is i'm set free like you know saved but speaking those words of w- with your tongue and you speak in life and you speak in it boldly and you speak in it be- believing what you're saying you know because a lot of times we speak damnations people on people we and our in our angry emotional states and we we mean what we say when we say it at that moment right. i mean but you don't know how much longevity that word carries after you've spoken it in those in those emotional moments because you can't take it back you can ask for forgiveness but you can't take it back that's right you know so you got to be really careful what you say take a moment you know we got to really be you know what we do you know we really got to be empathetic people you know like i really really try to look at people and try to find good the good in people i really really do even when people see the worst in me, and if I don't see the good in you, and I don't, and I can't, I can't recognize it no way because it's so deeply buried. I, I, you know, I pray for you, and I pray for you, I pray for you, but I'm not gonna keep beating you over. There. I'm not gonna be the dead horse over the head. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna beat you over the head. I'm not gonna do that. I'll, I'll pray for you and wait for that breakthrough because my thing is, my job might be just to be the plant to see or the water to see. My job is not to sit there and watch, beat it for the whole fruition. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you're not gonna see it, so you can't beat yourself over the head when you don't see something if you spoke something with somebody's life you're like because you think oh i spoke a, a word a good word so now you should be like that 24 7 okay you spoke the word now believe the manifestation yeah. and like you know what i'm saying you might not be able to hear you might not be able to see but you might come across and might hear about it you know what i'm saying but your job might not be to know about it your job might have just been to just plant the seed 
Yeah. Plant the good seed and just and let it be. Don't get frustrated because you didn't get to see the movement happen. You know what I mean? You, you know, people don't understand that. People want to take, they want to take um on like, oh, I did that. They want the credit for it. You didn't do anything. Yeah. All you did was add to all you did was be a part of God's plan. You didn't do anything. You were just a vessel. Right. You know what I mean? Don't say don't take credit for something because at the end of the day, it's still God who's gonna get the glory. But at the same time, I think that's that's why, like I said. I told somebody this morning, like, like, you know, you know, we're, you know, in the Bible, there was witnesses all throughout the Bible, people telling the story from different points of view of what they saw and this and other. And I said, and this is what God still continues on. He's allowed us to be witnesses and, and, you know, in different moments in your life and, you know, pivotal moments in your life. So we can either go back and tell that story or share that with somebody else with something, you know, that we come in contact with that, that's going to go through that thing and tell that story or, you know, connect it in some type of way that's going to help us in some way. But it was necessary for us to be a witness in that particular time to learn from that, to grow from that and to be better understand the people. So if we came across it again, we would know how to handle it the right way instead of the wrong way. And it's times when you see people, you see, you see people encounter it, you know, they go through it, they witness it and they still handle it the wrong way and they wonder why they keep encountering the same thing because God is he wants you to handle it the right way I keep trying to show you there's two sides but you keep doing that one side thing so mm -hmm. look at from the other person's point of view don't just jump to that one person's side because you know that person or you want to be a part of something really look at these things that it's supposed to be so you know what you're speaking to somebody's life so you know what you're adding you know what you're doing you know how to take a step back or help that person who's not seen it from the other point of view you got to be that helping me and that witness in that way because now you know how to do it because you were witnessing seeing somebody else happen to somebody else's life. So, you know, people don't take those opportunities when they see those type of things and understand why am I here or why, why do I have to be here in this particular moment while these two are going through this right now? What am I supposed to learn from this? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like you take it, you learn from it, you grow from it and you pass it on, but you speak a life into it. Or even if you saw something that was a dead situation, now you speak the reverse of it and speak life to that dead thing. Right. So you, it's just like, you know, we, we have to really understand that. And when you have an opportunity where I'm not saying that you got to be a pushover and any job that you do, but when you have an opportunity to really listen to somebody, to help somebody to get the help that they need, be that, be that, be that listening ear. Right. You don't always say, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you hear everything before you just come up with a solution. That's you didn't even hear the whole story. You came with a solution. Yeah. You didn't even hear the whole story. You already got a solution. Cause you want to, you want to take credit for something. You ain't did nothing. Cause you, cause you, cause your solution is wrong. It doesn't go with what I'm saying. It doesn't match. Right. Or not even credit. You're just so busy that you're not paying attention. Oh yeah. You're just going for the generic answer. Just going for the generic answer. And you think it doesn't matter. But here, here's the thing. I'm not generic. So you can't serve me generic yeah. answers. There it is. There My is God there. is not generic. So you, I won't settle for a generic answer. Right. You know, and, and, but, you know, and, and think that's, once again, that's gross because before I used to see myself as generic and I used to take that kind of nonsense when I was treated like that years ago, but now it's like, who are you talking to? Like, no, you going to hear me, doc. Hear you, me. Went to, you went to school to help me. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, what, what you got, you got your degree to do what? To help people. Right. You got your degree to help people. So my thing is your job is to help me. You went to school for me. Right. So don't act like you didn't. Like, think about that thing. Exactly. You were just going to become a doctor. If you, if I wasn't a patient, how would you be a doctor? Right. Right. It's, I mean, so it's, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, oh, you won't do this. And this. No, but you're going to hear me so you can help me. Right. 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 You, went, you, went to, you became a pastor. Hear me so you can help right. me, pastor. But, 
but that goes into why did you get into the profession that you were in? Did you do it because everyone said that you would be good at it? Or did you do it because you, you were doing it to help people? You were doing it to be, to, because it's a passion, because it's a love. That's where that comes, that's where that portion comes into. Because a lot of people are pastors that probably shouldn't be. But because someone told them, oh, you'd be a great pastor. Then they became a pastor. Or some that's people are doctors because. And you know, doggone yeah. well, that, that food is horrible. Stop right. lying. That's right. the problem. We, we, we lie people into, um, into positions. Yes, ma'am. We got to stop that buffoonery. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> stop it. Because you're hurting a lot of people in the process. Because you're hurting people in the process. And you, you're keeping somebody from their true calling. That's right. That's right. And I learned, I, I learned I'm not going to be anywhere that's, that doesn't serve me, that doesn't fit. Yes, absolutely. It doesn't fit. Like you said, uh, uh, a round it's peg in a square. Round, yeah. yeah, I'm not, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that no more. Yeah. Not no more. See, that's that, and that's the key word. No more. That's that's growth. That's the maturity. That's the that's the person that's that's evolved and seeing things like you know. So now, like your mindset is, hear me. You know what I mean? No, I'm not. No, I'm not accepting that. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, see me. You know what I'm saying? You know, re respect me. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, don't lie, respect me enough not to lie to me. Don't try to con me. You know what right. I mean? Don't try to win me over. Like respect respect the God in me. See the God in me. When, so when you hear me, you hear God. You know what I mean? Like so when you when you see me, that's what you see. I I I'm a resemblance of him. I'm doing this thing. So if you tell me you respect God, then you gotta respect me. Right. And I'm not saying I'm putting myself on that pedestal, but respect the person that I am and the God who God is using me to be. Exactly. and what it's called me to be it's not a competition it's not about nothing else it's not about you know oh you're gonna respect me because of this title no respect the god that i serve and the god that resides in the side of me that's right that's what it all boils down to you know and people have to understand that we have to have respect for people and people don't have respect for others that's the problem really like, all different ages I don't, I don't care it's like you know you could just be people just could be mean and surly for no reason people could just be frustrated and you know i used to take it but now I'm like don't holler at me don't don't talk to me like that i will not help you right that's right i don't want oh you know what even better i got what you better i don't have to listen to you i don't have to take this i'll hang up the phone i'll walk away i don't i don't have to stand here and partake of this that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> i just dealt with that today with the uh the lady taking my pizza order no, 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 you got it wrong. You know what I mean? I and keep most your service, thank you. Yes, before I used to be like, oh, okay, whatever. No, 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 no. You said that, not me. I'm very quick to be like, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. You said it. Yes. Because you're not gonna put things on me that I know I didn't do. Yeah, I, or if I know they're not gonna have it. If I know they're not gonna receive it properly and they say, Oh, well, you said uh, cool and keep it moving yep. because you're not gonna receive the correction exactly they're just gonna just be hostile rude and i have a very bad problem when people frustrate me in that particular matter i think it or i thought i thought it but i actually said it and i didn't <laughs> used to have that problem <laughs> so you know when people come in and they come for their appointments you know you you come in there with this attitude i understand you hungry but don't come hungry at me you volunteer for this. Ain't nobody asked you to come here to be a patient. Ain't nobody told you to get this procedure. You came here. I'm not holding you hostage. I didn't make you come here. Don't give me no attitude. Right. Don't do it to yourself. Right. I'm here to service you. So my thing is for something that you volunteered for. Don't be mad at me for something that you volunteered for. You shouldn't have volunteered. That's 
right. Before you, but when a doctor told you about it, before you said, oh, sure, I'll do that. Research what you're about to do. Research what you have to prep to do. Research and understand what you're going to go, go through when you do this. Don't get no attitude with nobody. Don't do that. <laughs> People don't understand that. You, you volunteered and you took this job. You chose to take this job and do what you're doing, being a people greeter, working in a bank, whatever. Never you did. chose to work with the people. Then if you're going to work with the people, I'm not saying be for you, anybody to be abused by people. Absolutely not. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is be a service to the people. You know what I'm saying? Don't, you know what I'm saying? I, but at the same time, I'm going to tell you, and me giving you your service, I will come back at you with the same space that you come at me, but I will do it with so much respect. It will make you feel so bad. You ain't got no choice. That's right. That's right, sis. That's right. I won't cuss you out now, but I will make you feel really bad, really bad for the way you acted. For the way you just treated me. Yep. Yes. Yep. And next, you know, you eat humble pie. Yeah. <laughs> or a reminder. You know, sometimes you got to give yes. people a reminder of, yes. no, you, you got the right one today because I'm going to remind you. you sure did. That you cannot act like that. And I love no. when, when bosses and supervisors jump on the band, not jump on the bandwagon, but protect their employees, especially yes. against rude customers and clients. Yeah. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? That's when you know you're in a healthy environment if they have your back. Yeah, that's the same way I feel about them when it comes to the body of Christ. Like, I'm a, what? What you say? Don't, 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 don't try to, don't try to use scripture on me and use it the wrong way. Cause you got the right one now. <laughs> what you're not going to do is try to brainwash me to by using scripture or guilt me to doing what you want me to do by using scripture on me. Cause what the scripture really means is that, 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 that. Don't do that. Right. And if that's how you got to do people shame on you to get what you want, because you are wrong for that. Right. That's not how you do people. And then you wonder why people don't want to go to church. You wonder why people are broken or why they hurt and they're angry. Like we have to correct the wrongs of that. And so we got, people got to really understand like you're angry with the people at the church. Don't be angry with God. Yeah. You know what I'm because when they quit the church, they quit God. And that makes me so upset. I'm like, do y'all see what y'all got people doing? They're not just leaving the church. They're leaving God because of your nastiness, because of your brokenness, because you too ashamed to admit that you still going with, you still feeling hurt from something that was 55 years ago, yeah. 36 years ago, where you was a child that you have not been healed from, you've not been delivered from it. You're still angry at that, but you're taking it out on people. Like, don't do that. Yes. If that's the case, go get the help you need. Don't be embarrassed that you need help. Don't be embarrassed that you're broken and you feel hurt. Don't do that. Say, tell somebody that you need the help that you need so you don't send other people, push, push other people away from God. Right. Right. Don't don't be an usher. Don't don't be a greeter. Don't be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. Okay, don't do it. <laughs> you can't check your emotions at the door like you expect us to check our emotions at the door. That's, That's the right. Truth. That's the truth. That's the truth. But a lot of times we expect things from people that we can't do ourselves. Very true. Very very true. But that's why it's our, that's why it's the job of the leaders. And yeah. don't get me wrong, it's the job of the leaders to make sure that you that you are putting the people in their right positions, right? Put them in their right places. Look at the looking at the, making sure people are healed from different types of things, and letting listening to the people when they're coming to you. Your people who are working for you or working with you in the body to build up the kingdom and to build up and work in the body of Christ and work in the building. You know what I'm saying? Let the, those people, let, they need to have a safe place to go to so when they feel overwhelmed and we're into something, they don't have to feel like, oh, I can't come to you because y'all think I'm, I'm at this place in my life. I should be over here and I should be going through this no more. Right. People shouldn't have to feel like that. People should have a safe place where they can come when they work in the church and I feel embarrassed if like somebody's going to know their business or Bet Betty Sue was talking about with Mary Lou. No. 
That's not what we're gonna do. And now y'all looking at me funny and y'all judge me. And now y'all now y'all being the mean girls in church. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. That's not how it should be. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the division stuff comes in. And when the leaders see it and when the heads see it, when you see it and you you got a whiff of it, you know what's going on, shut it down. Right. But listen, bring it to your brother and sister. You got a witness right here, right with you. So we can right. we can get this out like that. Do like the word says. Like the so word we, can have, we don't want this in the body of Christ. We're not going to let the enemy come from here and divide us. We're not going to let the nonsense that you having a bad point of view against this person or you not being empathetic or sympathetic to this person. No, we're going to be, we're going to be as Christ-like as we possibly can. We can't, we're not perfect, but we're going to be striving for it daily. That's right. We're not going to let the world come inside the house of God. And unfortunately it came in so much. Yeah. It came in so much. It started looking the same. It was too similar. Yeah. Well, that's why I feel like a lot of people are just like, nah, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not going back. Yeah. I'm not at least I'm not going back every single Sunday because we we fell for that okie doke of we have to be in order to be in right relationship with God you got to attend church you know every week every Wednesday every this every that that ain't right yeah now for me personally I love going to church every Sunday for myself it wasn't because it was no force but when it was like when but it was just like I was upset when I couldn't make a service and I was made to feel guilty for not making that service my thing is okay I miss one out of like out of 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm not keeping count, but my thing is like, don't make me feel so horrible for the one. And I'm not asking you to, to, to sit here pat me on the back for the other 49, because I don't come to church for you. I truly come for myself because my, my favorite part of church is word and worship. Yeah. I love that. I love when everybody's on one accord and you worship it. And it's a, and it's a word. And it, that's my favorite part of, of church has always been word and worship. So I love coming to church for that and being a part of that. I love that part. And I, even some different gatherings when it comes to the church, but I don't have to be at every gathering. I, I should have to be at everything. Exactly. I shouldn't have to be made to feel guilty because I'm not at everything. My face is not everything. I'm not the only face. Yeah. <laughs> and my thing is, if they really love seeing my face, you know, if you see it on Sunday, you ain't got to see it at the gathering. Yeah, that's true. See, see, it, see, it, see it where it counts. Not to be disrespectful. It's not that I'm disassociating with myself. I just might be busy doing other things, whatever that case, and on, on that particular day that y'all having something. But my thing is, if you really want to see my face and that's important, see me on Sunday. Right. Or see call me. Bible study. Call me. Exactly. Pick up a phone and call me. Video call me, whatever the case is. That's what I'm saying. We got FaceTime now. You really want to see exactly. me, call me. Yes, absolutely. But if not, my thing is is, is still that. You know, now I, somebody be like, oh, you know, your presence was missed this Sunday at church because, you know, sometimes you just got those people and you just be like, yo, when such and such here, and right. you just, they, they help move that. You know, you have that, those like-minded spirits when you can connect in the spiritual realm and it's like you go up quicker because all those people in the room. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I do. So it's just like when you're not there, like that's when you're like, oh, your presence was missed. That's because of that. Not because I want you to feel guilty. I just missed your presence, but I hope you I hope you enjoyed your you I know what I mean? See, that's a that's a mature and different conversation though, right there with yeah. what you just said. Your presence was missed, but I hope you enjoyed your weekend or I hope you enjoyed your time off. Or yeah. you know what I mean, or your time yeah. away. I'm gonna let you know I missed you because man, we could have need we we could have went all the way up. Exactly. You know understand? Like I yeah. I love church as well too for the fellowship. I love church for the the singing and for good word good teaching i yes. love it yeah i can't always teach myself i need to hear another perspective i want to hear another perspective absolutely but like you said i don't want to be made to feel guilty if i take if i only come two sundays instead of four because one yeah. i I, ha I have to work and the other i want to go see family you know what i mean like i i that just should not be possible but it's I, I you just work so much you just need to rest you just need to rest and sunday sometimes is the only day that you can get to rest Mm-hmm.
But then he's like, well, if you can give it to the man and you clock in for eight hours, you can clock in for Jesus. Which is when then I started saying, well, I take days off from the man as well, too. That's what PTO and, and paid time off and I took a mental health day. Days, that's what that's for. But, that, but my thing is like, my thing is just because you don't see me in the house doesn't mean I'm not in the house. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I shouldn't have to explain myself to you. Just because I'm not physically in the building doesn't mean I'm not there. I thank God for the fact that we do have that stuff online. Because yeah. when you can't get there, you know what I'm saying? You can't be, you can still be in there. And I don't know about nobody else, but when, like I said, praise and worship and the word, I'll be right in my, in my worshiping like I'm right there. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not there for nobody else. I'm there to get what I need from God and getting to get there to give God what I need to give to God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll, you know me, anybody know me, I, wherever I'm at, I worship. I don't me, care. Me too. I don't need nobody else to do it. I'll be sniffing, crying, boohooing, and singing by myself. I have hands raised, eyes closed, however, how the, the Holy Spirit hits me. Right. I don't need nobody else to worship with me. If it hits me, it hits me. Yeah, ever. <laughs> Wherever the Lord can meet you, wherever you yeah. are, wherever you are, but you should have to, yeah, you just should, people, you know, we have to get to a place to stop making it so, you know, using it against everybody and scaring everybody and, and all these different types of things. We have to use it for what it is and, 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 and give people to God, you know, give God to people in love. Show yeah. them what it, God is love. That's what he's about. He's not about, oh, damnation and fear upon, like, you know, like, Oh, your life is over because now you you serve me. No type of no, yeah, your life is actually really just That's beginning. Fun. It's becoming a new, it's becoming, I'm doing yeah. a new thing. And he's doing a new thing within us. You know what I mean? He's transforming our minds and he's renewing our hearts and he's healing what's broken and he's stitching those things up and he's healing those traumas and he's digging deep in the roots and he's taking those things out that don't belong long and he's pressing down and he's bringing forth what needs to come out of you to get you to that place where you need to be that's what it's about so that's what you come into but when the people explain to you when you get saved it don't make it seem like that everything is a no no shouldn't shouldn't can't 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 and but if you explain the beauty of god and what you're going to receive from god now you're going to go through some things it's going to be tough but the great thing about it god is going to be there with you and get you through it and he's going to it's going to give you a tougher skin and it's going to give you a deeper praise it's going to give you a higher worship it's going to give you a stronger faith a stronger belief it's going to give you a better prayer life it's going to give you a better understanding of the word you're going to get a closer relationship with him because as you go through things you press more into him that's what it's about so i think it was explained to people like that in that way and it's personal yeah. when you can tell them you let somebody know listen your relationship is personal don't let nobody come between you and your man. Don't let nobody come between you and God. Don't let nobody come between you and your love of your life. You understand what I'm telling you? Don't let nobody come between you and the love of your life. The love that you've been looking for all your life that you finally found. Don't let you let nothing and nobody come between that. Okay. I don't think you can say it like that to somebody. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. okay. I can do, I do that. that. Yeah, I'll do, do that. You know, get, yeah. give me some instructions. Give me yeah. some some guidance. And I think when you when you can put it in some to perspective that way to somebody and break it down to somebody, it it, it doesn't make it so fearful. Yeah. It doesn't make you think your life is over when you serve God. No, it's just beginning. Yeah. No, old things, the old things, old things are passing away and be, all, all things are becoming anew. That's what it's about. It's about, you know, the old that needs to die because things need to die in order for the real you to live. So that's what it's about. But I think when we explain it in those better ways and get a better understanding and not like, oh, you're going to get saved, just give money. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not like that because that's how it make you feel. And that's how it make you think that the church is just out to get your money. And it's so sad that people think that. It's so sad that people feel like that you know and 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 that's not what it's about that's not what it's about that's not what god is about you know and i, I it's unfortunate you know jesus been his name and god been, been blemished for so much yeah, and man. you think we would have learned something from it but we just keep on blemishing it 
people are mentioning it. And I, I you correlate it back to, like you said, to healthcare. You guys are worried about the healthcare is worried about the opioid, um, you know, uh, opioid addiction, but you guys are the one who caused it. Just like the church exactly. is worried about people not coming to church, but the church is what caused it not to come you to church. It. You because you guys the took you it away God out of the equation and you made it about, you know, religion and 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 um, all that other stuff. So you call you you call you're the cause of this. Yeah, and it's frustrating. It's so frustrating. And now we got we got to get back to the basics. Got to get back to the basics. Give to the basics. Give the people the true fundamentals. Yeah. You know, giving the people the true word, giving the true understanding. You know, getting to that place of that. You know, and we got to just. I thank God for the the, the forerunners before me that 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 are still speaking now because they open my eyes and they continue to teach me and point right. to me and add to me daily. And you know, I'm just like, okay, well, we we got to be these four. We got to be the next forerunners because when they go. When right. God calls them on the glory, who's going to be here to, to continue that work? We got to continue to be those disciples to continue to do that work. You know what I mean? It's it's very important. Like I I look at certain people and I just look at Pastor Darius Daniels. Like I'm just like, oh, that man blows my mind. Okay, like the God in him and the way he teaches, it just blows my mind how God breaks it down and gets in the words so he can make a, a, a better understanding for people. It's so simplistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I just be like, thank, I thank God for that. Huh? Jamal Bryan is like that for me. Yeah, okay yes 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 he's good as well. yes i love him too like there's so many ones that i get so many different nuggets from on the way they teach and what they yeah. do i have so many of them that i respect in so many different ways yes i much respect to all that you know bishop jakes all them like pastor mike you know um yeah yeah i just feel like oh yeah. my goodness that like, you know it's just like the it is so great and and it's just i look at it and i'm just like okay uh pastor was it furic steven like i just i just listen oh to yeah them yeah, I, yeah i like him yeah. and they get yeah, and they pour and, and i just be like okay are you doing something even pastor um samuels rodriguez Spanish. i don't think i've ever heard him yes yes i love him as well i it's, it's uh i um I know I'm saying his name wrong, God forgive me though, but I do. And that's just like, they give these great nuggets, you know, yeah. and, and it's women too. Don't, you know, I'm not leaving nobody out in that way, but it's just that these people with these fundamentals and then the, the, I got the, the gospel people that came and they sang beforehand and all these words, you know, just all that just added and adds to me daily and helps mm -hmm. me to control and, and see what they do. And I'm just like, okay, we got to continue this because when they leave here, who's going to continue this? They, they, they're doing this for a reason because they're preparing and they're raising up a remnant of people for when they go. And that's what we got to do. We got to do the same thing. We got to continue. We got to continue. We got to continue to build the disciples. We got to continue the great mission. And you know what I'm saying? So we can get to that place like, so we don't no longer be to blame. So we no longer looked upon. So we do fix the issue that we started. That's right. Getting people from coming out of the church and bring them back into the fold of God. You know what I'm saying? Bring them back into God. Bring them back into that place. Giving that understanding and helping them to recognize, realize this is not just about money. We're not hypocrites. We're not fake and phony. You know, we're broken people. And but at the time, was a lot of people in the church didn't know how to tell that story. They was too busy being strong, and everything had to be hidden. So everything that they hid in life, they also hid from God. It says, "Yeah, yes, yes." Yes. So they couldn't heal because they hid it that deep. Yeah. They not only hid it from the world, they hid it from God. So he couldn't break the barrier to heal some things that need to be healed and broken so he can save and deliver some people. So those broken people had children and they, and they had children and so on and so forth. And the brokenness continued. Or, you know, the, 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 the different things that happened, the generational curses continued because there was no true teaching. There was no true, there was no true breaking. Like I said, once again, everything was always buried. It was buried so deep that God couldn't even get penetrated. 
<laughs> you had a lot of bitter people. You had a lot of bitter people yes. in the church that was trying to raise up the next generation through bitterness. Very true. Through bitterness. Very, very true. Bit bitter. This bitter means thoroughly bitter, broken, yes. bitter. And and, and slap word on it, like you said, and made it seem like it was the 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 truth. The right thing. Yeah, and it was the right thing. Similar to the, to what the slave masters did. You know what I mean? They took the and word. I told and, you. Yeah. I told you when I got divorced and I went when I was going through everything my divorce, that was one thing. And like, and the craziest thing is that I wasn't even looking at the bitter people that weren't saved. I was looking at the people that were saved. And I was in church. And I remember I, I prayed, I said, God, if you don't do nothing else for me, do not. Because, you know, I knew I was going to church. I don't want to be a bitter black woman. Because that's what I saw in church. I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that. If you don't do nothing else for me, please don't let me be that. Don't let me become that. Through all the stuff that I've been through, through all my brokenness, through everything, I don't want to become that. I don't want to be another one of those women in the church that hurts another young lady or makes another lady feel bad because she made a mistake or something happened in her life and she's not following the, 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 the you know the picture perfect plan that the church planned out for her life or saying that she should be following, you know, whatever the case may be. And then she shunned and she shunned or treated badly or frowned upon because of the mistake she made, or the young man's, you know, he shunned or frowned upon because of the mistake he's made. No, we can't do that. You know what I mean? So it was just like I didn't want to be that person to make somebody else feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I saw it more so in the church because that's where I was, my, my life was based upon now. Because mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I grew up in the church. You know what I mean? You love to go into the world and you see all that. But I'm just like, that's what, that's where everybody at. All the broken, bitter people are in the world. That's why everybody drinking and smoking because they, don't, they want to forget. They want to be numb. They want mm -hmm. to deal with that. My thing is, but it's when you get to church, it's just like, okay, you you know, some people share their stories and everybody else like, I never did that. I never did that. I never did that. So I'm like, y'all ain't never did nothing wrong, huh? Right. So you, they used to make you feel like that. And that makes it make you feel, feel more guilty. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a good enough Christian because sister such and such, she ain't never did nothing wrong. wrong. But, but come to find out she did all kinds of stuff. Right. But she never, you know what I mean? You never said anything that you could share with me to help me. Right. Because they were so busy, like you said, trying to keep their stories. They were so busy yeah. trying to keep up the facade and the mask yeah. that they thought that they had to put on when going to church, when their lives were falling apart. You know what I mean? As soon yeah. as they walked to, walk out the door and you would hear them in testimony, you know, as soon as I leave here, my whole life falls apart, but you're not, you're, tell us, a, tell us the story. Tell us your testimony. You don't have to do it out in the open, but find that young woman or that young man that you can tell the story to, to help them. So they don't have to go through what, what you went through. Yeah. You know, some people are embarrassed by that, but also some people were going to church and they were angry with God because they were going through what they was going through and like my thing is that but they were still going to church because that was because now it's like you know it's the thing to do it's a, it's a routine but you're angry with god and you're not letting them in because you're angry with god like why did you let this happen to me why did this go on why did you let this happen for some of these if you really are god i ain't never seen them with god. they're so angry with god and they carry that and they carry that and carry that they played a role and it's like you're now you're, you're you're lashing out at everybody else because you feel like god didn't do what you needed him to do but god couldn't do what you needed him to do because you couldn't you wouldn't let him in mm -hmm. But nobody ever said that to you. So you didn't know that. And my thing is, unfortunately, like I said, this is how the people get pushed out of the church because we started this mess. But instead of us nipping it in the bud or dealing with it the way God intended for us to deal with it in the first place, we we started using the word for our own advantage instead of what God intended. Yeah. And that's, you know what I'm saying? And this is why people, you know, we created these things and now we got to get things right. We got to get things right. It's our job to get things right and set the record straight and, you know, apologize 
church of churches to apologize and say, I'm sorry. You know, and I mean, the people in the church, I'm sorry I did that to you. I'm sorry I said that. Don't be ashamed you ran somebody from the church. Take, take accountability for what you did. Yeah, yeah, because we're not perfect. I made a mistake. I didn't know I was just as broken. I mean, you may not want to hear my story because I'm, you were so you still so hurt and so mad about what I did. But I'm sorry. I need you to know who I was then. I was I, I understand now and I didn't know before. So I'm taking responsibility. I'm sorry that I did it to you. Could please come back. Give God another chance. You don't got to give me another chance, but give God another chance. Yeah. Because it was my fault. It was my brokenness. It was my it was my anger. It was my frustration. It was my lack of knowledge. It was my lack of not allowing God in to do something for me, you know, so, to, 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 so I can make things the right way and do what I'm supposed to do. I, I didn't know. And I'm sorry. You know what I mean? And say say the right things to get somebody to that place so they can come back fix the situation the right way, not the wrong way, like how we do with the opiates that we put a lock door and put and treat everybody like a victim. Or, you know, no, let's not do that. Let's fix what needs to be fixed and apologize to the people. We're sorry that we created these problems that made y'all into addicts. And we made some of y'all get so caught up into the drugs that you, you lost loved ones. We're sorry for that. Yeah. We apologize for that. It was our wrongdoings. We're going to crack down on us and we're going to do a better job at this. We can't bring back what you lost. We apologize for that. But we're going to try to do better with the healthcare. We're going to try better in doing what we're doing. Stop lying about it. Stop making it all about money and, and, and pharmaceuticals and politics and everything else and make it about the people again. You know what I'm saying? We got to do that with the world. And we got to do that with the church. Make it about the people. Make it about the mission. But the, the original mission was the original mission, not the mission that man decided to make it to be and rewrite the story and rewrite the script and rewrite the jobs manual. You know what I'm saying? For what you want to fit every time somebody else came into that position. No. <laughs> Make it the original mission and let it be the original mission and let's follow it. Basic instructions. That's what it should be. I laugh because that's exactly what happens. Yeah. We write the manual every time somebody comes in to make it fit. Every time to make it fit. Exactly. Jesus. And that's the problem. That's the problem. People, yeah. Dealing with the people because you 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 look at people back then like years ago they worked they were happy and people were in, in corporations and places they took care of their workers they did they took care of their people they took care of those people who have families they, they, it's just like it's just like now that now they don't do that but those people were happy they 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 made a way for them to survive y'all y'all took that away from everybody but you want them to work 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 and you want them to sacrifice for their families sacrifice their marriage for your company and you're not giving them anything but right. overworking them giving them depression giving them anxiety giving them bleeding ulcers people losing their hair you know what i'm saying they stressed out all oh, people become alcoholics they on drugs because of the stress of the job and the weight of it and then everything falls on them something goes wrong because it's always the lowest man on the total phone who's gonna get it to work like you know what i'm saying like what happened we lost all that yeah like it's hard, it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible. And it's it's so frustrating. So in some way, in some shape or form, we gotta find figure a way to get it back, bring it back, you know, in our voice. Like you said, our voices we make a difference. Your voices, you gotta be heard, you gotta speak those words, you gotta do something, have a movement. And all it takes is one person to speak up. When you got the right one person speaking up, then everybody else can speak up as well. That's right. But we got to get past that fear of not speaking because we're too afraid and we're ashamed. We, we got to get past that and open up our mouth and speak the way that God intended to speak life over those dead situations. Speak life over those things that try to attack us or try to harm us or try to bring us down and try to break us and destroy us. Speak life over the things that, you know, we were once holding hostages or holding us hostage. No, speak life, speak forgiveness, speak truth, speak genuineness, speak real, speak love. But you know, but all at the same time, speak, speak when it's time to protect yourself too. Can't because we're not God said we're not nobody's footstool. 
-hmm. we let people walk over us and treat us in that kind of way and then we become we become this low self-esteem less of a person because of the words that people speak over us because we accept the negative now when they come at you with the negative rebuke that thing and swing swing that tennis racket right back at them that's right that's right i love god i love everything about god <laughs> you know what i mean i i i know he's he's always looking out for me Absolutely. i know i can trust him because of the things i've been through in my past he's never let me down yeah he's never let me down but i also know that it's time for us to to take a stand and to become knowledgeable of the word Absolutely. and to apply it daily daily so that we're not fooled so easily absolutely not just by people in the church but by the the, the devil and the the things that that try to come into our minds to make us doubt ourselves and make us not believe in who we are and, and whose we are we need to we need to be fighting we need to be in a fighting stance always oh the full armor of god be prepared be covered you know what i mean cover yourself you, you cover yourself anytime else you cover yourself when you lay down and go to sleep you cover yourself when you go outside with a jacket coat you cover yourself with clothes cover yourself with the armor the thing that protects you protects you you know far greater than what your clothes can do you cover yourself with that armor because my thing is when fiery darts come at you your armor got you Oh my gosh. You. you know what I mean? You you got your helmet on, them things can't penetrate your mind like that so easily. You can't plant those un, those lion seeds, those things that try to distract you and procrastinate you and put a fear upon you so you don't walk in who you are or operate in what you are. Those things that those 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 things that get planted into your brain and make you start speaking death over your own life. Yes. You start speaking your own death words. Yes. Create, you start, you know, creating your own funeral and, and then you try to figure out why. Because you're speaking death upon your own life. Right. Right. That's why you have to learn how to rest. Because when mm -hmm. situations happen, and I've been through a lot of situations in these past couple of months, when they happen, I choose to just be silent. Yes. Instead of speaking on it. Because just mm -hmm. because it's an emergent, you know what I mean? It just emerged and I just heard this doesn't mean that I have to speak death over my life. Absolutely. I'm going to be quiet until the voice inside my head subsides and calms down so that I can think clearly. And then I'm going to speak life into the situation mm -hmm. and hope and peace. And if I do need to release it because it, it's, it's, it's so heavy, I'm going to release it to people who I know who are going to encourage me That's and right. speak life into me and not allow me to wallow in a pity party. That's what you want. That's what you need. Small circles, but I always say small circle, minute. Yeah. <laughs> Mini. Mini. Yeah. Minuscule. Like you don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like a dot. Because you don't want too much. I'm telling you. Yeah. It gets too big. It causes chaos. That's the truth. And when you got that small, that small, minute, that small little circle that you know will go, will go hard for you and with you, that's all you need. Because too many causes too many headaches and too much heartache. And you know what I'm saying? When you got that right amount, you know who really got your back. You know who really, you know who's going to turn over that plate, who's going to pray with you, who's going to fast with you, going to want to call with you, who's going to call you out like, girl, you wrong. You right. dead wrong for that. I'm, I'm sorry, I got to pull you. I got to pull your coat up. What's wrong with you? You've been acting real funny lately. You're out of sorts. You, 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 you need to rest. 
You need you yeah. need to you need to talk about something. Right. What's going on? Like going that's on. that real friend. Like your your, your spirit your, your spirit comes smelling kind of funky. What's going on? Right. And when you got somebody in your corner like that, that's be like you like you like you right. I'm tripping because you know that person gonna bring you back to reality, and you need people like that in your life because you know when you don't have that, it'll you'll continue to run, and next you know your flesh takes over. You need your spirit to constantly stay in control. Right. 